the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or, pardon me, frog in the throat time. <clears throat> Let's try that again. Uh, whether, whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or Washington, D.C., whether you're listening on WRFD or WAVA, I have the privilege of being your host this afternoon. The uh, host with a little bit of a frog in his throat. In case you were wondering, this is really live radio. Oh, yes, it is live radio. I got a bottle of water here. I'll hit that in a little bit. Uh, Anyway, hey, some, uh, oh, telephone number 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Here's a little bit of breaking news out of the uh, evangelical world, which uh, the uh, the definition of evangelicalism continues to get broader and broader and broader and broader. And in my, my opinion, uh, this is another proof. Christianity Today has announced today that Russell Moore will become the editor-in-chief of Christianity Today. He will be officially installed as editor-in-chief on September 1st. Christianity Today was founded by Billy Graham back in the, what, I think the mid-50s, like 56, 57, I think it was. And uh, Christianity Today for many years has been kind of the official voice of evangelical Christianity, not so much anymore. And that's just my personal opinion. I have watched Christianity today drift ever so slightly to the left. Now, they're not liberal, not yet, but they're they're not where they were at one time. And uh, again, this is purely my personal opinion. I think Russell Moore will continue to lead them more in that direction away from the traditional position theologically, morally, and even politically uh, from where they were when Billy Graham established them a long time ago. I don't think that's a good choice, but it is not a surprising choice at all. In fact, I think I think most people 
believed that when a new editor-in-chief was announced, it would probably be Russell Moore. So anyway, that is the news in uh, evangelical Christianity today. Uh, Speaking of churches drifting away from the truth, it is hard. when When you look at where mainline Protestant denominations have come from, where they once were, and where they are today, it is sometimes hard to wrap your theological brain around how could they become so incredibly apostate? I mean, understanding their history. When you study John Knox and you you study where he stood theologically, his courage, his bravery on theological issues, where he stood doctrinally, how do you explain the PCUSA today, Presbyterian Church USA? Now, as I always try to mention, there are good, solid, Bible-believing Presbyterian churches. They just don't happen to be in the PCUSA. The United Methodists. My goodness, when you study the Wesley brothers and what they taught, what they believed, what they were willing to give their lives for, and then look at the incredible compromise among those that are supposedly following in the steps of the Wesleys and Lutherans? Yes, there are good, solid Bible-believing Lutheran churches around, but they are becoming fewer and fewer. And I don't know that there are any left in the ELCA, the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, where, where there is nothing, 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 nothing evangelical about the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. When you look at Martin Luther and what he believed, what he stood for, his theological positions, his courage, his bravery, his willing to lay down his life rather than compromise, and then those who supposedly are walking in his footsteps, you just, it's hard to wrap your brain. Why? Why continue to call yourself a Presbyterian when you don't believe hardly anything historically that Presbyterians have believed? Why do you continue calling yourself a Lutheran when you don't believe anything that Martin Luther believed? It's, just, it's like a sacrilege. Which leads me to this story in Florida. Headline, United Church of Christ and Episcopal Pastors Sue to overturn Florida law banning late abortions. Now, like so many other cultural, moral issues of the day, the Bible is not ambiguous about abortion. There are at least 80 verses of Scripture, both Old Testament and New Testament, that indicate that life begins at conception, that the child in the womb is a human being recognized by God. Eighty verses of Scripture. The Bible is not ambiguous about abortion. So much so that I would say it is literally impossible to say, I believe the Bible, 
and I support abortion. It's impossible. You cannot support abortion unless you deny the Bible. It's incompatible to say, I believe the Bible, I support abortion. But get this. In Florida, a group of religious leaders have filed a lawsuit against the state of Florida against new legislation that bans babies being aborted after 15 weeks. Reuters News Agency reports the pastors from the United Church of Christ and the Episcopal Church. You ready for this? They claim that pro-life laws violate their freedom of speech and freedom of religion. What? How does a law that bans abortions after 15 weeks violate any pastor's free speech? Can they not stand in their pulpit and spout heresy if they want to? Can they not stand in their pulpit and deny the truth of Scripture if they want to? How in the world does a pro-life law violate free speech or freedom of religion? There is nothing in the Florida law or any other abortion law that tells any church official, any pastor, any religious leaders, you can't say what you think about abortion. And yet, they have filed a federal lawsuit. The religious leaders, quote, claim these protections for unborn babies severely burden their religious freedom, both under the U.S. Constitution and Florida law. A group of rabbis, by the way, have joined in this lawsuit. Oh, the uh, Satanic Church in Florida has also joined the lawsuit. How appropriate. For Episcopal, United Church of Christ, pastors to link hands with the Satanic Church. to kill innocent, unborn babies. Sign of the Times. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is really difficult to discern uh, what is truth, what is fantasy, what is fake news, what is real news. And uh, there is an enormous amount of fake news on the left. Uh, But I got news. There's quite a bit of fake news on the right as well. Yeah, there are some uh, there is some whacked out conservative news sites that, uh, to be really honest, I just, I don't trust them. They may be conservative, and they may have a lot of stuff that's true, but um, yeah, they're not just real reliable. And and that's sad. We on the right should be characterized by truth and facts. We know that the left really doesn't care about facts or truth. 
They care about emotion, feelings, hysteria. Truth is not a left-wing virtue. And that's true. And, 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 And here's why. Most of you know this, so forgive me if you already know this. The left is so concerned that their ideology and philosophy is so important that it's more important than truth. It's the old, the end justifies the means. If the end is important enough, then how you get there really isn't important. It's kind of like in Islam. It is perfectly okay to lie to distort, as long as you're lying and distorting about an infidel and you're doing something that will benefit Islam or Allah. If that's the case, it is okay to lie. It's okay because you're doing something more important than telling the truth. Well, the liberal left has adopted that agenda. But sadly, Sometimes we see it on the right as well. And, as I said, we should be characterized not by exaggeration or conspiracies, but by truth. I said all that to get to this. I've had several of my listeners email me in recent days asking if the Biden administration and the U.S. State Department are distributing grants of a half million dollars to groups in the Middle East, North Africa, Central South Asia to dis- to battle discrimination against atheists. In other words, to promote humanism, atheism, and non-affiliated religions. Is that really true? Would the United States actually provide $500,000 to promote atheism? And the answer is, well, kind of, sort of. It is is mostly true. And Republicans in the House of Representatives are demanding a briefing from the State Department. Now, here's what it's all about. The State Department several months ago voted to distribute grants of $500,000, and now I'm quoting, to groups in the Middle East, North Africa, Central and South Asia dedicated to, and again I'm quoting now from State Department documents, dedicated to combating discrimination, harassment, and abuses against atheist, humanist, non-practicing, and non-affiliated individuals of all religious communities by strengthening networks among these communities and providing organizational training and resources. So, could that include Christians who are being persecuted and so forth in other countries? Yeah, but they're not mentioned. The first in the list, atheist, humanist, non-practicing and non-affiliated individuals of all religious communities— So, in essence, yes, the United States of America is distributing grants of about a half million dollars to promote atheism. 
Well, Bob, it doesn't say promote. It just says to protect. Um, I'll let you play with the words. In essence, the State Department, under the direction of Joe Biden, is spending a half million dollars of your dollars to combat discrimination, harassment, and abuses against atheists. Uh, Chairman Jim Banks of the Republican Study Committee said, quote, Americans deserve to know why the State Department is committed to spreading spreading atheism abroad and which foreign anti-religious groups are receiving their tax dollars. Eighteen members of the Republican Study Committee are demanding a meeting with Secretary of State Anthony Blinken so he can answer their questions. So, uh, several of my listeners have asked, and the answer is, yeah. It's mostly true that the U.S. government is promoting atheism in other countries. Now, would they promote Christianity? Of course not. Separation of church and state, they can't do that. But they can protect atheists in... uh, And by the way, not just atheists in America, it's atheists in other countries. Uh, I wanted to get into a really cool story about Ron DeSantis down in Florida. Maybe we can do that tomorrow. And uh, I'll just end with this nutty story, and I thought it was fake news, but it's true. A new law was just passed in Germany, which allows any German citizen to change their gender legally once a year. Now, And, you know, I checked it out. It is true. They can go down to a government office and say, uh, this year I want to be a man, and here's the name I want to use. A year later, they can go down to the same office and say, you know, now I want to be a woman, and here's the name I want to use. They can do it once every year. It's called the Self-Determination Act in Florida. Yeah, the Self-Determination Act. You can change your gender legally once a year. Hmm. All right. Hey, thanks you so much for joining me. Have a great evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.